Welcome to Detoxing from the Matrix podcast, formerly known as Sobriety, where we talk all things awakening, ascension, consciousness, and the recovery of self, soul, and spirit from being strung out on the greatest drug of all, the external matrix. This podcast is a place for illuminating conversations that will take you from divided to divine, pain into purpose, and suffering to sovereignty, while we detox the fuck out of your mind, body, and soul from all those limited programs of separation, struggle, scarcity, and pain. I'm your host, Lindsay Caricardi, and this podcast is for all the rebel souls who seek to live deeply, authentically, and fully expressed as the divine badasses you are. Note, this episode was originally recorded when it was Sobriety Podcast and has been added here to Detoxing from the Matrix due to copyright issues on the name Sobriety. I have no affiliation with the trademark Sobriety brand or method. Hello, hello, divine badasses. It's Lindsay here, spiritual practitioner and coach, teacher, seeker, and author of Fractured and the Chakras, a real life, no bullshit guide to healing your life. Welcome to another divine download of Soul Bridey, the podcast. And on today's episode, we are talking about why addiction triggers normal, quote, quote, normal society so much. To take a deep breath in together and just take a moment to know the truth. Just take a moment to recognize and remember who we are, who each and every one of you are. As we take this breath into this moment, noticing the expansion, noticing the infinite nature of the breath and just letting that breath go. Just letting go of any and all tension, any and all worry, just giving yourself fully to this moment as I just recognize each and every one of you as the seekers you are. I recognize each and every one of you as the divine, divine, divine expressions of the one mind, the one source, the one spirit that you are. And I just recognize the perfection in, in this thing called life, this perfection of this journey that we are in together, on together, the perfection of this creation that we are collectively creating together, individually creating, and just knowing that every single bit of it is divine. Every single bit of it is the one thing, knowing itself, and each and every one of you are part of that. Your divine, infinite, intricate parts of that. And how beautiful is that? And so today I just declare a powerful conversation, an illuminating conversation, an enlightening conversation around this thing called life and addiction and why it seems to be that addiction triggers normal society so much. Ernest Holmes, who is one of the founders of the New Thought Movement, which I study in and I'm a spiritual practitioner of and going for my ministerial license and my doctor of divinity in Ernest Holmes tells us life is a mirror and will reflect back to the thinker what he or she thinks into it right life is a mirror and will reflect back to the thinker what he or she thinks into it and so I invite you to in this moment right here to just Take a second and ponder, what is it that you have been thinking into the mirror of life, right? It's very easy for each one of us to look out at people we know or look out into the world and (laughs) 
to us, it can be really clear where someone else is creating a perfect reflection of their own thoughts and beliefs, right? Because we're objective to their creation, right? We're not all wrapped up in it. We're not entangled with it. And so we can see all of it clearly. But sometimes when it comes to our own lives, it's a little bit more challenging when we're all roped up in it subjectively and we're entangled with our emotions and our wounds and our traumas. It can be a lot more challenging to see the perfection of our thoughts being thought into life and how we're creating exactly in alignment with what we think and believe. So a little story to kick things off today, um, because the, the overarching topic of this conversation is really powerlessness versus feeling powerful and how that reflects out for each of us individually and then across the collective. So when I was younger, I spent a lot of my life feeling very powerlessness, very powerless, <laughs> Right. I struggled with my emotions. I struggled to express myself. I struggled in my household where, you know, emotions really weren't the the, the okay thing. Screaming, um, playing loudly, little girls being little girls, right? I, I, I As I totally understand now when I hear my niece and I hear other children screaming and sometimes it's just like, oh my God, can they please tone it down, right? But in hindsight, I can also recognize that a lot of that that shushing and, and be quiet and can you be less heard and can you be, right? All of these stories that we pick up on and we take personally when we're children make us feel very powerless. So they did for me anyway. So I naturally then went on to create just these cycles of powerlessness in my life, right? I created it in my friendships. I created it in school. And then all of that graduated on to the full expression of being powerless addiction, right? I don't, I don't think there's a more, a more profound, potent, poignant demonstration of a belief that I am powerless than living in addiction or living in some chronic illness that nobody can explain, right? We've got these different things, mental illness even too. And oftentimes these are the things in society, mental illness, chronic illness, drug addictions, where people tend to look at them and like, why can't you just change? Why can't you just stop? Why can't you just turn it off? Right? So, but I digress. Back to the story. We'll come back to that. Don't worry. So I spend my life in that place of powerlessness, right? I was thinking I'm powerless. I was believing I'm powerless. And I didn't yet have the consciousness or the teachings or the understandings to be able to understand that I was creating all of it, right? I thought that life was doing it to me. So again, life is a mirror and will reflect back to the thinker what he or she thinks into it. So there I was in my 20s, thinking into life, the mirror of life, these stories of, well, life does it to me. It's not fair. I don't understand. I'm weak. I'm powerless. I have no control. And so naturally, life was reflecting no control and powerless and giving me plenty of things to continue to blame. Because that's the thing about that mirror. It is objective. It's neutral. It's going to reflect back whatever we think into it. It's not going to stop and say, no, that's not true. It's just going to reflect back whatever we think into it because we have free will, 
So it wasn't until I got sober eight years ago that I had a profound moment of realization as I started to heal and study these teachings that I found myself recognizing, oh, all my life I had been seeking power. All my life I had been seeking to know first in my mind that I was powerful. Because by knowing in mind first, then my life naturally started to reflect that. And as my life naturally started to reflect that, I was able to see why I had needed to create that polarity of the powerlessness so that I could recognize power when I found it, right? So I could understand, okay, this is me coming into my power. And so as I navigated that and I came to understand, okay, well, we need, we need the duality. We need the polarity to be able to experience the other side of the coin. That's awesome. I was also able to start seeing and understanding that again, right? That mirror of life is neutral. It's just going to reflect black back, whatever we're telling ourselves. Only nobody teaches us that, right? Nobody, nobody tells us this. So when I came to understand it, you better believe I felt like I had discovered the secret of the ages. I thought I had like found some big secret thing that nobody knew. And cause I was like, why had nobody taught me this? Right. I was ecstatic. I was like, okay, so all I have to do is change in mind first, right? I don't actually have to go out and create power or rearrange my environment so I can feel powerful. I just have to change in mind first, right? (laughs) When I first discovered it, it was easier said than done. (laughs) Changing in mind first is a, it's a devotional, right? Changing in mind is a, is a dedication. It's a, it's a discipline. It's a practice. It's a way of life and it's a devotion. It's not something that just happens overnight. So the way I see it is this, right? Most of humanity right now, most of the collective world right now is living in some form of powerlessness. They might not know it, And of course, as we know from our previous episodes and conversations, this has been by careful design, right? On a a divine level, for the perfect unfoldment of our own remembrance of our power. So each and every one of you divinely knew what you were signing up for when you came here. You knew you were coming on a mission to reawaken, resurrect, and remember the true power of who and what you are, okay? And... As we live here on Earth, like as we discussed in our last episode, episode five, that's also being manipulated, right? So it's up to each one of us individually to begin to take radical responsibility for our lives and what we're creating. That's how we start to shift out of this dynamic as a collective. We don't have to go out and save and convince anybody else. We simply need to do the work within ourselves. Each one of you doing the work within yourself can affect the entire collective. So the struggle in all of this, right, that we do in this collective journey is when we are sitting in the amnesia, right, we forget and we cannot see the lesson. We cannot see the reflection in the mirror of life because we insist on continuing to cling to the victim consciousness. We insist on continuing to cling to blame because it's scary and uncomfortable to take responsibility and recognize, oh, life is a mirror and it's reflecting back some things to me that I don't necessarily like right now. Okay. So anyone who is unconscious, this is just my theory, right? Anyone who is unconscious of their own, um, 
demonstrations of powerlessness. So they're going through life and they're just completely not conscious of where they're powerless. But part of them knows, right? They're going to feel a poke when they're faced with someone who is in that all out drug addiction or that all out bout with some chronic illness or something that they can't control. And usually those people who are unconscious of their own powerlessness are going to meet these others with quite an attitude of intolerance and disdain, right? And it's all projection. And I'm guessing each and every one of you listening to this podcast has probably had an experience with someone projecting upon you in that way. Why can't you just stop? Why can't you get it together? Right? And here's the thing. Don Miguel Ruiz, the author of The Four Agreements, he gives us a quote of, we only see what we want to see. We only hear what we want to hear. Our belief system is just like a mirror that only shows us what we believe. And so if someone is going through life thinking that they're empowered and they have all these blind spots and then someone pops up in their experience that's totally counter to that, they're going to have this urge to get it away, to judge it, to condemn it to blame it, to really make it separate from themselves, because that's, that's the way we protect ourselves from facing stuff we're not ready to look like, look at. It's such a wild ride, right? This is the mirror. (laughs) This is the mirror that we have created here on earth so that we can grow and evolve and see exactly what is in our own consciousness, our own soul. This is how we clear it out right? It's nothing more than a, than a house cleaning for our own consciousness. <laughs> so on, on an individual level, we are on this path of recovery, right? If you're listening to this, you're probably on this path of soul recovery in some form or another. And then when we look at the collective, the collective is also on its own recovery, right? The collective has basically just dragged its ass in from a mean run out on the streets of the matrix, right? And it is having a rough awakening, right? For each and every one of us that has dealt with destructive behaviors or addiction or alcoholism or whatever codependency, we know what I'm talking about when I say I went back out for another run and that run kicked my ass, right? (laughs) Because let me tell you right now, the, the mean streets of the matrix out there are just waiting to claim people to the death, right? To the death, whether that is in just straight powerlessness emotionally, whether it's an actual physical substance to addiction, whether it's in codependency, it's out there because we are clearing it. We are clearing it. So when I got sober, right, I had to look at what I had created. I had to take radical responsibility for my choices and I had to stop clinging to my victim consciousness, This is what we're being asked to do collectively right now. This is what each of you is being asked to do individually on a more deeper level, because I too had to continue. This is what sobriety is all about, right? It's going within constantly and looking at what am I creating? Where am I creating from? Why am I creating this, right? Like what, when we find ourselves going into trigger or reaction or getting dragged into something and not even knowing why, We can pause and we can remember, I'm going to get right in mind. I'm going to come into truth. 
And then I'm going to take a look at what is this aspect in my consciousness? What is this program? What is this identity that believes it needs to keep giving its power away to this thing outside of myself? Right? That's what you start asking yourself. Because I guarantee you, if we sat down in a diagnosis call, like an energy diagnostic call, we would find multiple places that still hook you because that's just the nature of it too. But there's this kind of plane in the spiritual growth realm and the personal development realm that somebody does like one course or they read one book or they meditate for like one year and they're like, Oh yeah, like I've, you know, healed all my stuff and I'm done. And then two seconds later, you're watching them get triggered over and over and over again and dragged into drama and dragged into reactivity. And it's like, Oh, okay. Right. And it's not, it's not about judging, but it's about seeing what's out there. And it's about each of us looking at that and being like, okay, well, where is this indicating that I have something to let go of? Where am I giving my power away? Where am I not truly being living in sovereignty and sobriety? Right. So we're all being asked to take ownership. We're all being asked to look and to see what we have been creating through that inverted use of our power, because only then can we create something else. For me, it was only once I looked directly at the destruction I created, when I looked directly at the harm I caused myself and others, when I looked directly at the powerlessness and I recognized I did this in that moment. I was able to begin to create something else because that's universal law, polarity. The law of polarity tells us that the moment we consider ourselves to be something, universal law kicks into to motion to show us that we're that thing, right? To bring that forth. So I remember early in my sobriety, I was afraid to pick up the phone and call somebody. And I had this thought drop in that was like, you know, if you use half of the amount of energy you used to stay high, to recover and heal and get sober, you will no doubt change your life. You will no doubt recover and you will no doubt be successful in whatever you do. Right. And that for the, was the first moment of my life where I recognized I have the power. So that was the birthing of my own personal power in that moment. And so I would like to ask each and every one of you as we, as we close out here today to really ask yourselves, where are you buying into a perception of powerlessness? Where in your life are you giving your power away? Let's take radical responsibility today. Let's take ownership today because it's only through the stuff we own that we can change. So if there's an area of your life that is not flowing and doesn't feel authentic and aligned, I want you to ask yourself, where am I giving my power away in this area of my life? And I want you to sit down. I want you to journal on it. And see what comes through, see what you see, see what you recognize. And that's the space, that's the moment where something new gets to be born. And in closing, I just want to leave you with one more quote from David Icke. And he says, when you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see the real you or what you have been conditioned to believe is you? The two are so, so different. 
One is an infinite consciousness capable of being and creating whatever it chooses. The other is an illusion imprisoned by its own perceived and programmed limitations. I'm going to read the last sentence again. One is an infinite consciousness capable of being and creating whatever it chooses. The other is an illusion imprisoned by its own perceived and programmed limitations. So I ask you today, my friends, my divine bad asses, where in your life are you living as the infinite consciousness that you are, who is capable of being, creating whatever you choose? And where are you living as the illusion imprisoned by your own perceived and programmed limitations? And what are those limitations? And are you ready to let them go? When you're ready, you'll know. And that's when, you know, I'm here. You have support. We have community. There's so many different ways. So it's my sincerest hope in my heart as we come together to just release this conversation out into the ethers, knowing that it's going to reach the perfect people that it's meant for, knowing that each and every one of you is so, so, so divinely powerful, recognizing each and every one of you as the infinite consciousnesses that you are capable of being and creating whatever you choose. I feel so much gratitude in my heart today for each and every one of you. So much gratitude for this experience, for these truths, for these teachings. And I just release this up knowing how powerful each and every one of you are. And so it is. And I look forward to hearing from you. Feel free to reach out on social medias. I am Lynn's Caracardi on Instagram. Send me a message and go forth into the world. Be wildly you and just recognize your power. Remember who you are. Hey, Divine Badass. Thanks again for tuning in and being here on Detoxing from the Matrix, where we talk all things awakening, ascension, consciousness, and the recovery of self, soul, and spirit from being strung out on the greatest drug of all, the external matrix. If you know someone who would benefit from our illuminating conversations, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with a friend. And if you loved this episode, or the podcast as a whole, don't forget to leave a review. It really helps spread the message and expand the collective. Don't hesitate to connect with me over on the socials. You can find me all over the place at I am Lynn's Caricardi. I've really been having a blast over on TikTok with some great content and conversations. You can also find me on IG or in my Facebook community, The Money Matrix Detox. Be sure to check out the links below in the description for all the connections on social media, other ways we can connect, some free gifts and resources that will support your own awakening ascension, as well as ways that we can work together.